Richmond Walker, and welcome to the VG podcast. How'd you like that? I welcomed you this time. Mm, that's different. Yeah. 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 You're mixing things up for the new year, aren't you? I am. I am. And I sort of thought, you know, I, you know, we do a podcast every week, but you might not know that you're welcome. You might think you're intruding. Oh. So well, I've been intruding for a hell of a long time. <laughs> it's now. been a lo- it's been a long time. A sort of, a, yeah. a, you know, a squatter uh, and a very welcome one. And, and uh, you can blame Cullum because he invited me in the first place, so it's all his fault. Are you like you a vampire? You like, issue like, once it? you're invited in, you kind of you can come in for good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Classic. Uh, yeah. How have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been alright. I've been nursing a horrible kind of eye infection. Oh uh, yeah, for a while. yeah. You mentioned that irritation. Yeah, still doesn't seem to have fully gone away, which is strange. Huh. So slightly concerned with that. Um, yeah. What else? Been back doing taekwondo. That's hard work. Digi taekwondo. Taekwondo digido. Yeah. Yeah. Over the zoom. You over know. the zoom. <laughs> over the zoom. Yeah. Is that is it weird? How does that work? It works fine. Yeah, it actually works really well, and we've huh. uh, got ourselves some new equipment and stuff to facilitate the, uh, the doing of the taekwondo. What, nunchucks? Or? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. got nunchucks, got a punch bag, got some of the bits Very and bobs. Nice. But yeah, it's still, it's still difficult. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Hoping on that vaccine. Yes. Just, you know, re- to return the world to normality. That'd some nice. normality would be nice right about now, because... Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not enough normality in the world at the moment. You might, <laughs> no, you might say. I, uh, <clears throat> I've not left the house in, uh, t- in. Oh no, actually, tell a lie. I did leave the house the other day, but to go to the off license, and I bought okay. a pot noodle and a whisper gold. That's um, a good shop. That it's a bloody good <laughs> shop. Yeah, no, it is a good shop. Um, mm. And uh, it's called. It's weird. It's called Derby Cigar Stores. It's got a really right. weird name on the receipt. It's just an off license, <laughs> but it's got an odd name on the receipt. I don't know. And they do, do sell a, cigars, by the way. You don't pop in and buy a nice Cuban, nice pop, Cuban pop, pop. cigar. <laughs> no, they've not got that. They've got those. Um, they've got those funny. You know those cheapo. Um, <laughs> those cheapo like off license like uh, Hamlets. My dad you know, used to smoke those. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that before. Have you? Had, you? you had, uh, I think I have. You had the Hamlet, didn't you? Yeah, or you yeah, had yeah, the yeah. Costello Classic. <laughs> or if you're really classy, Cafe Cremes in the little tin. Cafe Cremes with the, <laughs> in the little sliding tin thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bloody hell, I forgot about Cafe Cream. Is it Creme oh, wow. Cream? Creme Cream, I don't know. What's what the an odd, an odd name for it. But it, I suppose they're going for the association. It's like, have a coffee, have a Cafe Creme. Yeah, get thrown out of the cafe now. Get thrown out of it now, unless you're sitting outside. It's bloody exactly. cold. But you, well, there's something. Like... <laughs> there's a very European kind of image of enjoying your meal outside in the sun. Mm. Oh yeah, and then sparking up a lovely cafe creme. Yeah, uh, continental, <laughs> continental, isn't it? To finish, yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of and because the crema is the mm-hmm. creamy bit on top of the coffee, so it's almost as though they're suggesting mm. this is this is the little the, the top notes, if you will. I'm almost intrigued. I almost want to try one, just out of pure I, do curiosity. You know, do you know what's mad? I have tried one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Are when they we were, they're not very creamy. They they weren't very nice when I was in school and uh, smoking was cool. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember those times? Uh, some joker went into um, 
the little shop that was on the way to school, Pinners, I think it was called. Yeah. And uh, they came out with it with with a little tin of cafe cremes, <laughs> and they thought it was like dead cool. It was hilarious, but of course it wasn't. Um, mm. Get yourself a get yourself a pack of a ten pack of sovereigns. That was cool. Uh, Marlboro oh, Reds. They were cool. Oh dear. Uh, what else was cool? I had a mate who always smoked Sterling Super Kings just for the pure economy of it. That was trashy. Yeah, that was my, trashy. My, yeah, my dad used to smoke those as well when, oh, he, God, when he moved just, to cigarettes. I love I'm just sort of inadvertently slagging yeah. your dad's tastes off this podcast. No, 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 just fine. having a go at his Hamlets, having a go at his cigarettes. Go for it. Go for it. I've been trying to get him to quit smoking for years and years and years. Well, decades, I guess. Wow. We even When we were kids, we even used the, Dad, please, Dad. You know oh, the, wow. the little kiddie argument. No, yeah. not good enough. No truck with power of the power of the tobacco, mate. Do you know what's it's funny? Uh, I've never yeah. actually been addicted. Even when I think when I was fir- when I was at uni in first year, that was probably my most intense, like um, yeah. continuous buying of cigarettes. Right. Uh, but it, they never had a hold. On. I always thought I'm enjoying doing this. I like the taste. I like the little buzz. But I never was like, oh my god, I need, you know, I need one. Not like someone who's like sort of ten. You know, when it slips from like a, you know, mm. a little hobby. Well, not a hobby. That's the wrong word. Whatever it would be. A pastime. Uh, a part, <laughs> yeah, maybe a pastime <laughs> into something that you actually need, and that's when the joy goes out of it. So I don't smoke now, but every now and again, especially if I've had a drink, I'll mm. uh, I'll see if I can steal one off someone. I'm one of those annoying people. Really. See, I can honestly say I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Never. Really? Never, yeah, never seen the appeal, never wanted to, never been compelled to. I've had a cigar at a celebration, like at a wedding or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've maybe had three cigars in my entire life. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. my dad got me got me a few cigars. My dad likes his cigars, and he got me a few cigars when I was sort of 18, 19. We, we used to go at the... Yeah, yeah, we used to go at the tobacconist on uh, mm. on, on the high street. Uh, forget what it was called. Harrison <laughs> Simmons? Anyway. Right. Uh, and uh, it would get like... It'd get like a Cohiba and a Romeo and Juliet. I had some really nice bloody cigars, you know. Did you start uh, because of Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> Solid Snake made it cool. Snake Eater. He yeah. did make it cool. And I do remember... The, in the old Metal Gears, it was cigarettes. Mm. And for Snake yeah. Eater, they bumped it stylishly up to, actually, this guy's so cool, he actually smokes a cigar. <laughs> nice. Madness. Yeah. I just imagine you going around trying to detect lasers. Mm. I imagine it would, it would be probably effective at that. If I need to come yeah. up against any lasers. You know. That's the only use they had, wasn't it? Uh, I think that was the only use. Um. And they made your your health ebb away slowly. Yeah, they made you. St- yeah, yeah, Ding. they did. Did Yeah, the constant annoying little. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it like if ah oh, did, did it? Would there, I feel like there was some secret shit? Like it would like oh it would the heat from it would would mess with like missiles or something like that. Did it not have any sort of defensive oh. properties? No, I think you're thinking of Vanquish when you can throw the cigarettes. <gasps> oh God, you're right. Yeah, yeah I probably am. I probably mm. am. The protagonist of Vanquish looks a lot like Colin Mahern. Yeah, he does, actually. I've never noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he should be a Gideon cosplayer. G- Sam Gideon. 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 Sam Gideon. I forgot it was Gideon. That's yeah. brilliant. What a name. <laughs> Shinji Mikami knows how to name some people. He does, doesn't he? Chris Gideon. Redfield. Chris Redfield. Uh, brilliant, obviously. Jill Valentine. Barry yeah. Burton. Ba- <laughs> Barry 
what? <laughs> yeah. And even like even the supporting people, they've got such iconic like Brad mm. Vickers and Rebecca Chambers. True. Like they're all just you hear mm. that name once and it goes right in your head. It's yeah, brilliant. True. Uh, and True. even uh, what's it? What's his name? Colonel K- D- Sadler, you know from Resi Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Bloody good. Yeah, it's stuff. good stuff. It's good uh, stuff. Right. Let's let's talk about uh, some video games. If I mean, that was tenuously linked at the end. There, do you see how I sort of tried to bring it around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, I think, and I think you succeeded. Um, Thanks. And of course, as uh, let's not forget, uh, Luis Sarah. Mm-hmm. would constantly ask Leon for cigarettes throughout Resi uh, 4, to which yeah, Leon, yeah. being the all-American clean-cut superhero, would respond with, no, but I do have gum. There you go. So Chew uh, the gum, give up that filthy habit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. This week we've been playing, believe it or not, some video games. I've been playing some old shit, good yep. shit, the yep. best shit, really. Mm. Uh, and actually, so is Rich. We got, we got there's some good, there's some good taste around here. Uh, you've yeah, been playing thanks. Yakuza again, like a dragon. Going back to that, yeah, Un- yep, unpredictable, yep, yep. unpredictable. Uh, yeah, who Keep saw it guessing. coming? <laughs> Keep guessing. Mm. Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing Silent Hill. Ah. Mm. Yeah, there's a... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to do a, a thing because it's like... it's Believe it or not, what is it? This I'll tell you what, this will make you feel old. In um, <laughs> November, it'll be 20 years since the release of Silent Hill 2. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Do you know what? If I think of Silent Hill, I think back to playing... The demo disc that I got with oh, what game did it come with? Did it come with? Uh, uh, I don't know. Did you have, did you have the cardboard foldy edition of Silent Hill Two? You know, in Britain, I, I never the... I never bought it. I saw that cardboard foldy edition. I think a friend of mine had it, and I played. Oh. I played it uh, via that, but I never owned it myself. Oh, okay. Um, okay I think enough. I found it too intense and scary. It was. It still is. Yeah. I, I, like, uh, yeah, like few other games, it still scares the shit out of me. It's it always really that prison corridor with all the cells lined up. Just that relentless kind of industrial kind of oh, noise yeah, and pyramid yeah. head after you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's horrible. But, uh, but it's also um, one of the coolest, one of the best atmospheres of a, of a video game. So I... <clears throat> In order to for sort of research, I got mm-hmm. Silent Hill One uh, yeah. on the on, on the Vita. So I was playing. I tell you what, I was playing that in bed the other night. A little bit of Silent Hill on the Vita, like dark yeah. room, you know, the 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 cur- the, cur- the blinds down stylishly. Um, mm. Playing it at like I think it was like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Notice outside, just a thick fog. Outside in the streets. Yeah, it's been like that round here as well. Yeah. It's very Silent Hill weather at the moment. It's creepy, man. I sort of looked mm. up and I took a photo. Fu- I tell you what, I'll send you a photo uh, of it because <laughs> I snapped a quick pic of it and I thought, wow, that's it's like they knew. 
But and even Silent Hill One, even with those graphics, I put it on full screen mode on the Vita. Yeah. I tell you what, man. There's no contest between <clears throat> Silent Hill and Resident Evil <clears throat> when it comes mm. to actually uh, conjuring just like a mood of just dread of just yeah. of just oppressive like oh man I'm super into this like in in terms of atmosphere like it's brought me in and I can't it, it's so thick it's hanging in the air yeah. a bit like fog actually mm. uh like Resi's just a completely different. It's not capable of those of those chills. Like it's true, yeah. But I think at it at its absolute finest, uh, probably just the Resident Evil remake from two thousand and two. In terms of just, I guess, horror, right? Because mm. because mm-hmm. most of the other Resi's, especially the Resi's that we really love, they yeah. they kind of tend to move a little bit towards action. Obviously, four. But, e- but yeah. even like the original Resi 3, as you, I think you pointed out, because you replayed Resi 3, didn't you, before the... Before uh, the I did, yeah, yeah. Because I think you noted, like even then, you know, they've got the, um, they've got way more weapons and she had the 180 turn and the dodge maneuver. Mm. Like, they were always kind of moving towards that action vibe. Yeah. Um, but I was playing Silent Hill 2 uh, and 1. I'm playing them simultaneously just to sort of immerse myself. Mm. And it's just, it's way more... Uh, just, aw- just awfully scary, and I think the reason for it is number one, Akira Yamalka. Yeah, and that has me more excited for the medium, the medium yeah. than any yeah. than any, anything else. I think. Um, and number two, now I played on the HD collection, which I think if there are if there are Silent Hill fans out there at the minute, they're probably throwing their arms up because. This was. Do you remember the HD collection kind of got a real bad rap? It did, yeah. Now, yeah, I think it was a bit broken, especially on Xbox. Oh, really? What's, I think so. Unless I'm getting the Zone of Enders collection mixed up or something. It possibly. Oh, can you remember why? Was it? I think it was the. They say the fog wasn't right on the like the HD had a a kind of negative effect on the fog. Like you could I make. I can't out. remember. I can't remember. Right, because well, the only reason is I'm wondering if they might have patched it because I played to Silent Hill two over the last few days, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was terrific. It was exactly how I remember it: really thick fog with kind of billows of it, kind of gusting across the road. And you can't see like ten feet in front of your face. Yeah, and I'm playing it on uh, weirdly actually. I'm playing it on PS now because you can oh, right. you can like stream the HD collect because it's actually a PS3 game so it's not like you know proper backwards compatible yeah yeah but it was working like really well I, i've got just standard internet like, it's not it's not great it's like 20 mm. meg download a second or something but it was working pretty much like without a hitch um and i just thought it was terrific and it gives you the option of having the new voices and the old voices uh, oh, okay that's interesting which is weird like troy baker like was James Sunderland for the for the HD collection? Like he redid all the lines from the original. I think Guy Cheehy was the original voice, and Troy Baker. So I had to put it on original because it it was just a bit too. Yeah, Troy too Baker. Clean. I like <laughs> right. Troy Baker. Don't get me wrong, but you know when you hear it and you go, "Well, that's Troy Baker." You yeah, know when he's kind yeah, of when yeah. he's not trying to because he's very very uh, talented at putting on different voices. But mm. I sort of YouTube a little clip of it. But anyway, I would say. Playing Silent Hill 2 is the most thoroughly uh, frightened I've been playing a game in the last uh, few years, easily. 
I can't think of a game. I'm thinking of like Resi 2 Remake, Resi 3 Remake. Uh, Layers of Fear 1 had some really good jump scares. But on the whole, mm. nothing has managed to, to, to freak me out quite like just replaying this game now. And it makes yeah. me really sad about, about Team Silent, you know? Yeah, well, they are no more, I, I guess. Mm. Not in any sort of capacity. You know how a sort of team sometimes lives on under a different name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think they even the, do, do they? No, I don't think so. I think they pretty much all disbanded. Like, um, Kaichiro Toyama now has... Well, now there's that, because we were talking about last week. Bokeh Games Studios, mm. yeah. Um, who are working on something, but we don't know what, and it won't be out for a little while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, do, it does make me sad. And then, of course, that leads to thinking about Silent Hills and PT and all that loveliness that we never got. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very romantic. But yeah, Shame. I thoroughly recommend... Is the HD collection back compat on Xbox? Cause yes, it is, yeah. Because I, I have it downloaded, actually. Um, you should and I intend to uh, delve in. But I'm actually looking at playing Silent Hill 1 first, actually, when you say with the old graphics and everything still holds up. Oh, it really does. But yeah. I'm on eBay looking for a copy. <laughs> My God, it's expensive. Really? You're looking at 47 quid for a complete copy in decent oh condition. Oh my good lord. Lordy, yeah. lordy, lord. Well, <laughs> crazy. it is available on PlayStation Shop for, you know, six quid or something. Is it? Yeah, well, you just get do it that instead, eh? But you'd yeah. need, I think, either a PS Vita, a PSP, or a PS3. And I'm sure you'll have at least two of I those things. I have all of those. <laughs> oh, do, you, do, do you really? I, do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had a Vita as well. Yeah, yeah. Vita, PSP, the lot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Excellent. Well, then in that case, get on it digitally. Six quid, no excuse. No. Uh, I shall. I, on, on, I, I haven't played uh, Hitman 3, right? Yeah. I have watched producer Dan play it, and I'm going to give it a quick mention here. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I'm super excited to play that game. Me too. It's the first game I've pre-ordered in a long while. Yeah. I I was all over that. Yeah. Have you seen... Actually, well, I'll, st- I'll keep that to the news, because they revealed all of the locations, and some of them yeah. sound a little bit tasty. But mm-hmm. I've only seen the Dubai level, where you ease up the Burj Khalifa. Or it's not called yeah. that, but it basically is that. Um, yeah. That's that's a stunning bit of level design. I've Like, watching it, I just sort of suddenly thought to myself, God, I love Hitman. It's brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. Like there's it's something fantastic. else. Also, it's really weird, like th- what Hitman is and how it's managed to survive the various things that it's managed. Mm. When you think about it over the years, like it's crazy that it's like it's not up there with like I don't know Call of Duty or whatever in terms of being like mainstream and having mass appeal. Yeah, but then it's it had a movie made out of it. Like Once Upon a Time. No, it, it was, didn't. It, it had two. Oh yeah, it had two <laughs> movies made out of it. Like, yeah. it was a way bigger deal a while ago. And the way that they've changed what that game is, but still yeah. held on to why it's good, is mm. one of the most impressive... I mean, it's funny, actually, <clears throat> funny that we're talking about Silent Hill, because Konami's strange decision to hand over Silent Hill to to, 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 to just Western studios like Climax or Hijinks, I mean, it resulted in things like Shattered Memories and Downpour and Origins yeah. was okay. But on the whole, it, the main problem with that series is that it just lost its identity. And it's fascinating when, you, like, I was watching Hitman 3 the other day, and I was thinking to myself, 
the reason that this is good is the same reason that I enjoyed playing Hitman 2 Silent Assassin in 2003. You know, like, it's... There are differences, and there are certain things that I kind of prefer about the older Hitman games. But even so, like, the core appeal of just fly to a crazy, like, vibrant holiday holiday destination place, or a grimy shithole, yeah. uh, kill someone, and off you pop. That hasn't changed. And they've gone well, episodic, they've gone yeah. six-level, single-boxed release, they've, they've kind of... Mm-hmm. Even even Hitman Go, like it's still it's it's really communicatable that core appeal, I guess, because it's just yeah. killing killing people. <laughs> well, that's the thing though; they've kind of taken what was great about the originals and mm. almost kind of amplified it with the new ones. Yes. They've really sort of drilled down into that core mm. and embraced the kind of the opportunities and the different kind of paths and sandbox nature yeah, yeah, of the series, sure. which is great. That was always and the I, best thing was the sandbox stuff, which is why uh, Absolution didn't chime with many people because it went a little bit more linear in some places, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it did. Well, it was pretty much yeah. It was. It was a. Some of the levels were completely linear. There were a couple of sandboxes. And I actually, yeah. I want to replay Absolution because it was an odd one. My I'm tempted to um, buy that HD upgrade they released a couple. Yeah, of years the ago. the thing where it's like that and Blood Money, right? Yeah. It's the H- and there's also another thing which I need to investigate getting for Xbox because it's like it's like there's that which I think is called the Hitman Enhanced Edition which is those two games. Yeah. Then there's the Hitman HD trilogy which is not backwards compatible. But then there's the yeah, Hit- isn't it? Well, no, because there's then there's this other thing called the Hitman HD Pack. Which is right. two, two and contracts, and that one is, but the mm. Hitman trilogy one isn't, which is the one that had those two, uh, two contracts and blood money. That one weirdly isn't. So, but if yeah. you get the pack and you get the enhanced thingy, then I guess you can get all of the games on the Xbox. Bar well, the I've, first um, one. yeah, I've got the the old disc version of um, Hitman Two, Hitman Contracts and Blood Money, um, mm. and they all play on Xbox via backwards compatibility. Oh, well, there you go. If you've got the physical yeah. ones, then you're... Uh, I have, I have. Then you're all right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited for Hitman 3. Although, I'm going to turn the opportunities off, uh, at least until... I oh. like to, I like to play it... Because I find that if they're on... Because you know they're on by default. Yeah, well, it sort of leads you in a, in a direction. Which it I kind does. Of, I kind of like a little bit. I find that... Um, it's a bit like playing a lovely game, like in an open world or something, I don't know, driving around, and you kind of suddenly realise that you're, you're looking at the mini-map more than you're actually looking at the world. Or like if you play yeah. Batman and you kind of think to yourself, I'm actually in Detective Vision more than I am not in Detective Vision, and I, I kind of miss looking at Gotham normally. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I find the opportunities are brilliant, but I'm thinking to myself, I'll probably put them on on like a second or third playthrough just if I want to know things. But on the whole, I find that it's just like colour by numbers. If, if I keep them on, my brain just... It's like when a TV's on in the pub, you just can't help but just look over and watch it, you know? Yeah, it reminds me of um, when I went to a... a- preview event for Assassin's Creed 2 there was one guy there who was playing the entire thing in uh, like Assassin Vision, Eagle Vision that's it isn't it, <laughs> the whole thing I kept looking over and I was like yeah, still in Eagle Vision what is he doing yeah, bizarre, you got this lovely Brilliant. lovely Renaissance Italy and yeah. you're just 
playing it in blue and red. Well, what's funny about that is I never, I never, <laughs> I never found Eagle Vision that helpful in Assassin's no. Creed. It was like, well, I know who the target is anyway because the game's got a really heavy like UI yeah. and HUD. So you just, yeah. <laughs> it's like the so least it made even more thing. bizarre. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, there you go. And you, meanwhile, by the way, just for the listeners' benefit, you've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah, and I've actually um, got stuck. Uh, so I'm having to head into some dungeons and grind out some more levels because oh uh, I can't actually get past the bit I've got to. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, tricky. I'm not a, big fa- not a big fan of the grindy grindy. It's got its place. You know, it's something the RPG like it. for you. Yeah, I know. That's the nature the of the beast. That's the bloody thing. I like them when they don't make me do that. Like Final Fantasy mm. VII Remake. I found I didn't need to grind on that, which true. was nice. True, yeah, yeah, but that is true. Some people bloody love it, don't they? They embrace the grind. It's part, they of the do. Whole, part of the whole package. I don't mind a little bit of grind now and again. I don't want to spend hours on end grinding, because no, that I ain't like, fun. I like coffee grinds, and I like the grinding of a pepper mill, but that's about as far as I'll go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and on that note, uh, well, no, not really, because there's no news that centres around pepper or coffee. But you know, I- I'm going to stop this segment of the podcast and then seg you seamlessly into the news segment. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Headlines, headline news, headline number one, mm-hmm. Microsoft uh, reportedly surveying Xbox owners uh, to see if they'd like to see PS5 DualSense-like features Yes, uh, over on the Xbox. Did they survey you, Rich Walker? No, they didn't, but uh, my answer is yes. So, yes, Microsoft, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Because it's uh, yeah. weird going from PS5 back to the old uh, Xbox controller. I mean, like, it oh, is there's odd. nothing special about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, we, uh, I don't know if... I, I think this gets talked about less, and I, I guess it's only natural that it gets talked about less. Um, aside from the triggers and the haptics, I actually just prefer and also really love the controller itself. It's got a nice weight to it. When really I, I remember nice when I unpacked weight. it. I felt like, oof, this is heavy. But no, yes. it's actually, it's a good weight. I, I felt I, exactly the same. And um, it sort of rectified the, the main thing, I guess, that I'd criticise about the, the DualShock, which is that it's quite uh, squatty. Like, this is, mm. a, this is a tall control, a bit like the Dreamcast. You know how they were like, they were high. Yeah. The, the distance from top to bottom. Or a bit like Xbox, I suppose. It just mm. sort of, it takes the hand feel of the Xbox and also, I love the bloody grips. I'm actually holding one right now as I'm talking. It's, um, it's disconcerting. Uh, Microsoft has apparently issued a survey to a small number of uh, Xbox owners to ask uh, ask their opinions on next-gen controller features on Xbox. Uh, for example, those found on the DualSense. And the survey asks if users are, quote, aware of features on PlayStation controllers that I wish were on the controller that came with this console. Uh, and how much they agree or disagree with the statement. Users are also asked specifically which features, i.e. adaptive triggers and haptic feedback, uh, they would actually like to see, and whether they believe the console feels, quote, feels like a next-gen machine. 
See, that for me is the rub. I'm not entirely sure that it does. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I was. Um, I I found, and I think I said to you and uh, Matt from upstairs, like I didn't really feel the next gen buzz until no. I got like I I lo- I don't, and I always sound like I'm bashing. I really like the Series X, by the way. Yeah, it, I, I had it like a couple of weeks before the PS5, and I was thinking to myself, this is great. Like it just works, and it's easy, and it's intuitive. But the one thing I wasn't was excited. If you know what mm. I mean, like that that kind of buzz you get. Whereas when I got the PlayStation, it was kind of like, oh wow, this is this is like new and and I don't know, buzzy. I guess well, it's because yeah. there were there were new games for it. Yeah, and that's true. It had it that dual sense, and it yeah. was it felt new because it has a new interface and everything about it is new. Yeah, Whereas the, the bloody, Series um, X. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, like the 4K HDR dashboard of the yeah. PS5 is hilarious. Especially because, yeah, it's weird. The Xbox just had the same. Yeah, it had the so unit because their approach with like unifying everything meant that it yeah. didn't, didn't quite feel distinct. Well, it's just like, it's just a feeling of continuity. It's like, oh yeah, okay. The, yeah. I was doing this yesterday. I'm doing the same again. Oh, yeah. the loading times are faster. Oh, it looks a bit nicer. But yeah. again, no new <laughs> games. No, no really properly new games. I know it's funny. And, isn't it? um, yeah, I was thinking yeah. about this the other day, right? I've got a funny, a funny way of phrasing a thing that will uh, but which is funny because i'm currently failing at phrasing this sentence with any nuance uh the xbox series x was released on november 10th on yeah. january 28th it will receive its first game yeah yeah that's a Medium, stunning right? that's, statistic yeah. and it stuns me well i was about to say how little people are talking about it i guess some people are it's just the trouble is when they are they tend to be like fanboys who just want to shit on the xbox i just think it's a fascinating approach like no one's really saying how mental it is like broadly speaking the people that have xboxes are like oh this is great like you know Mm. it's kind of polishing the old games it's like yeah bloober teams the medium will mark the first series x game it's stunning really the different approaches and the way that they're working for both companies uh Mm. is intriguing this gen it might be the most interesting gen gen of consoles i've seen in terms of of a pro- or the mo- maybe the most polarised in how different their approaches are, would you say? Yeah, well, I mean, Sony have always doubled down on first-party exclusives. Mm. And, you know, that's why the PS5 felt exciting, and it's probably why the PS5's done so well. Um, you know, because there's something tangible that you can see there, like Demon Souls. I know it's a remake, but it's a properly new release. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. you can't play anywhere else. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and it even also though, helps that. Um, oh, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, like, even though something like Miles Morales was also available on PS4, that was still the best version of it, or whatever, wasn't it? Yes, and it's weird because unlike with with the Xbox, there's there was that. It's easy to understand now, but closer to the time, there was there was that thing of like. Uh, Wait, am I? You know, it's like which which version am I? Pl- am I playing the Series X version of this? Am I mm. playing the Xbox One? And because it had the little symbol in the corner, and of course the thing was that you had the, the, the it only really sunk in when I thought, oh well, the the way that you know is that there actually aren't any Series X games at the moment. Everything that yeah. you're playing is the best version of an Xbox One game. But the difference with the PlayStation, it well for me the the reason that it's a lot easier is just well, does it dual do, does it do the dual sense stuff? Yeah. That's just instantly you're like, oh, oh yeah, okay, like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, anyway, we've rambled 
We have. Um, Microsoft attempted to buy EA and Nintendo before launching the original Xbox. That's mad, that, isn't it? Nutty. Bloomberg article uh, talking to um, it's sort of like a big uh, look back on the Xbox's history. Mm-hmm. Talking to uh, former director of third-party relations, Kevin Bacchus, or Bacchus. Imagine it'd be Bacchus. Uh, no, he's, head the, of he's biz- the god of wine, isn't he? He is the god of wine, wine and mm. merriment. Yeah. yeah. And I can only assume he performed that sort of role at the company. Yeah. Uh, head of head of business development, Bob McBreen, which... That's a good name. That's the name of a basketball commentator. I mean, not literally, but... Yeah. Although there, actually, there actually is a commentator called Mike Breen, but that's different. Mm, but it's close. Bob, Bob McBreen would be one of those fast-talking commentators from, like, the 1950s mm. and 60s on radio, you know? I mean, McBreen as well, M- the Mac. McBreen. That's yeah, great. McBreen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he said, uh, "quote The first company we reached out to buy was EA. They said no thanks." <laughs> That's good. And then, and then Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Bacchus continued. Uh, Steve talking about Steve Ballmer, former Microsoft CEO uh, and current owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, made us go meet with Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. Uh, they just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was kind of how that, me- how that wow. meeting went, <laughs> which I love. McBreen also recalled another meeting at Nintendo saying, uh, we actually had Nintendo in our building in January of 2000 uh, to work through the details of a joint venture where we gave them all the technical specs of the Xbox. The pitch was their hardware stunk, and compared to Sony PlayStation, it did stink. So the idea was, listen, you're much better at the game portions of it, with Mario and all that stuff. Why don't mm. you let us take care of the hardware? Uh, but it did not work out, <laughs> which is so See, funny. That's happened before, hasn't it? Sony were trying to make them a console, weren't they? Well, Sony was successfully... Time. They were in a partnership. Yeah, they were going to do the, mm. the, the Nintendo CD add-on thing, and then... Yeah. But then I think Nintendo broke up with them. Um, yeah. And then Sony said, all right, well, we'll make our own console then, based on CD technology. Uh, yeah, also and Microsoft... Thus, thus was born the PlayStation. The PlayStation 1. Mm. Microsoft also bu- tried to buy Square Enix and Midway Games. They bloody buy everyone, Microsoft. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> buy them out, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some truth to that, it turns out. Mm. Um how do you feel about uh, Gotham Knight? How do you feel about Gotham Knights generally in life? Do you know what? I just... I was looking at this game again the other day, and I, mm. I don't know. No. I don't, I don't know. know. I The fact that they're redesigning the combat, that rings yeah. alarm bells. Well, this is this is the news. So, <coughs> yeah. And I, I didn't like this. So combat has been, quote, entirely redesigned for cooperative play. Warner Brothers Montreal has said uh, that they were talking about the game's co-op leanings to Games Radar. Mm-hmm. And uh, exec producer Fleur Marty said, quote, we've entirely redesigned the combat system in order, in order for it to work well in co-op. Uh, we're still a brawler, and some of the mechanics won't feel totally alien for people who played and enjoyed the Arkham series, but in many ways it's very different. See, I'm just reading this and I'm going, oh, yeah. make, make, make a bloody single player. But... But I mustn't grumble. I, you know, I quite enjoyed the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers. Um, yeah, for all of its many, many flaws. Many f- floibles. Mm. Halfway between a, a foible and a flaw, a floible. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but it's just sad that it's like, well, yeah, but that's Marvel's Avengers, and but this once upon a time, this was the Arkham series. This was like, mm-hmm. you know, 
the absolute top. Meanwhile, because it's Warner Brothers Montreal, meanwhile, Rocksteady doing a blimmin... What, what, what is it again they're doing? Suicide Squad. Suicide, suicide Squad. I was about to say Justice League. Suicide uh, Squad. And it's it is. Like, well, it is um, Suicide Squad uh, killed oh God, the Justice yeah, League. Killed, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just... I I don't know, man. I, you mustn't, you know... You <laughs> What's mustn't, happening? What's, you mustn't condemn it. What's the world it. come to? What's the world I don't make a bloody... I don't know. Do you remember all the rumours about, oh, they're doing a Wonder Woman game? Oh, they're doing a Superman mm. game? Any of those would have been cooler than this. But it just seems mad to me to throw out Batman. Batman's yeah. the coolest DC character, right? Easy. I think that's inarguable, right? Yeah, easy. Easy. Uh, yeah. So they've got some that license. Would, some would say Superman, but I think they're silly billies. But yeah, I go. disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, 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 Super- yeah, yeah. Superman's not that cool. I don't think Superman's cool at all, really. Yeah, he's. it's annoying because he's got kryptonite and it's just mental. I might draw flack for this. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Batman's the coolest. <laughs> so they've got this license, and instead mm. of making more Batman games, mm. it's like they're actively avoiding making a Batman game. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not Batman. It's, it's Gotham silly, Knights. It's that silliness. could have Batman in it. No. <laughs> no. No Batman. No Batman. Forget People Batman. like him. Yeah. So we're not going to give people what <laughs> so they we want. Won't. I respect the approach of like we're going to do something different. Don't get me wrong. I, I you know I get it. It's cool. It's it's and I, look, it could be really good. It's just I don't know. You find out that Rocksteady's been working on this for like 5 6 years or something and mm. you just think, "Oh shit." Cuz they were working on it before the movie, right? Yeah. And yeah. that movie was I mean, it is. I tell you what is cool though, right? Playing devil's advocate sort of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suicide Squad, it is cool that we get to see Rocksteady's take on Metropolis. That's probably the single most exciting thing about it for me. Yeah, yeah, that's because true. Because their, their take mean, on Gotham is just the best Gotham in games. Easy. Batman, Batman is part of the Justice League as well. Yes, So he, he will appear in some capacity, I imagine. Yeah, he's got to show up before the end and just batter everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway... A uh, little bit of sad. Well, not maybe not sad, but uh, som- somber. You're uh, finishing on a down note again, are you? No, no, no. We've got a couple more stories, but okay. I- I'll try and end on an, on an upper. But um, Killzone's official website has been, quote, retired by PlayStation. Yeah, and now uh, there's doubts about the future of the, the franchise, right? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. presumably Gorilla pretty busy are uh, fully invested in Horizon Forbidden mm. West and any sequels to that yeah Killzone yeah. is what effectively dead it's, it's dead I mean so the thing on the if you go to killzone.com mm-hmm. there's a little notice that says uh, quote the official website for the Killzone franchise has retired going forward visitors will be directed to playstation.com and there hasn't been a game since Shadowfall yeah, and that was a launch title for PS4, wasn't 2013. it? 2013. So yeah, yeah. Seven uh, which, years. by the way, I haven't played, and I would like I to. I haven't either. I still have a shrink wrap copy on my shelf. Brilliant. Yeah. I played it at E3 before oh, okay. the console came out. Any good? This was when... Uh, uh, it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't amazing. didn't blow me away. This was when the uh, DualShock 4 design hadn't been finalised either. Ooh. It was So it had um, triggers like the old PS3. Oh, wow. What, you played on like a kind of prototype DualShock? I think so. I think I did. Unless I'm misremembering, but I'm sure I came back and wrote the preview saying I didn't like the triggers. The triggers oh, felt like shit. they were still still the same. 
I didn't. Yeah, of course. So oh, unless I I'm going to try and hunt down your preview of that. Uh, oh God, I wonder where that is. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to find it. Yeah, uh, go for it. Cyberpunk 2077 devs mm-hmm. uh, deny rumored studio departures and cut content. Do you hear about this? I did. I did. I did. CD Projekt Red has moved to quash a recent report from an alleged disgruntled developer of the game uh, that made claims about cut content, uh, as well as claiming that several major figures would be departing the studio. So the allegations were originally posted on the GameFAQs boards before Mm -hmm. making their way to Reddit, and they included claims that, uh, amongst other things, an underground and sewer section of the game was, which was said to kind of pay homage or evoke sections of the 2004 RPG Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines was reportedly removed due to looking, quote, ugly to execs. Uh, and oh. also included in the report were claims that staff morale at the company was at an all-time low and that there would be major departures from the studio in the coming months. Uh, the studio said, this is CD Projekt responded uh, on Twitter. Yeah with a statement saying, Normally, we don't comment on rumours, but this time we wanted to make an exception, as this story is simply not true, uh, and posted the denial uh, on their their official Twitter account, which is an odd one, because, uh, well, I guess because it was picking up weight and traction, right? They sort of felt, well, this this particular one, you know, we should respond to. Mm -hmm. Um, Which isn't to say that, like, yeah... I, you can't really it's almost impossible to speak for general morale unless people anonymously talk to yeah, people exactly. people outside the studio I, yeah. I mean I, yeah so I can't speak for that obviously we know the game was made under crunchy conditions uh, to mm-hmm. say the least and, and delayed numerous times and still didn't come out in a great state but yeah, no you know, that, that's a different story they've still um, got um a couple of patches lined up haven't they like major updates for january and february respectively mm-hmm. which they uh are kind of pledging will fix the game but uh that remains to be seen i suppose i don't know it's yeah what well, I, yeah. I don't think i've seen a, a release like this in in a, a long time no, well, I don't think there's ever been one quite like it. I mean, if you look at the kind of mass refund situation and and the and the the element of, uh, I suppose you call it dishonesty. Then you know them kind of only showing videos of it running on top end hardware. Yeah, there, there are elements of that in the No Man's Sky launch, um, but not really. That was more about features that were talked about that weren't in the game. You know, and mm. you talk about like you know oh, the performance and the bugs. Well, the, the, we've got the Fallout seventy six. We've got the Anthem comparison, but there's never anything, not quite to that extent. I don't think. Mm. No. But uh, anyway, yeah. there we go. Oh, we got some cheery stuff. Actually, we've got two bits <laughs> that are quite nice. Um, Hitman three, all six locations. Uh, the yes. Three new ones. We got uh, on the at the outskirts of Berlin. Which sounds mm. really, really Apparently there's intriguing. an epic rave that you go to for that. Right, okay. Well, I like my raves not to be epic, but... Well, I'll, you'll be disappointed. I'll, I'll be disappointed in that. Um, a vineyard in Mendoza, Argentina, which... I'm loving it, obviously. Yeah. But it's sort of just like... Uh, what was it? A good year from Blood Money? Yeah, Are they just going to do that, but then just go, yeah, but this time... No, remember when- hold on, wasn't that Hitman 2? No... It was the Hitman first Hitman 2 mission. had one. Hitman 2 had one where there was a mafia oh, well, boss. Yeah, we, well, you started out living... Well, actually, he was picking tomatoes, wasn't he? Um, oh, yeah. He was living with a priest picking tomatoes. But yeah, no, there was a local mafia boss at a vineyard. But it, I think in a good year, or a vintage year, or whatever it was called, it was the first mission mm. of Blood Money. It was set in Chile. 
Uh, and that, right. was, that was in a vineyard. Um, and I imagine, much like uh, Another Life was a kind of remake slash riff mm. on A New Life from Blood Money, perhaps this one will be like a bigger, better version. you're right. That. Well, it's got the uh, terracotta rooftopped, Oof, uh, you know, villa. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and the final mission will take place in the Carpathian Mountains in Romania. How cool mm. is that? That is cool. Like Dracula style. Mm, very cool. Uh, also, I, I suspect oh, that might be a short one, though. Because oh. they describe it as an epilogue. Huh. So I don't know. Do you know, like, New Zealand in Hitman oh, 2 was yeah, really short? Oh, yeah, the opening um, Hawks Bay, wasn't it? I might that be wrong. Like th- I'm, I'm purely speculating. It would be funny for them to do a short one for the final one. Usually their kind of short tutorially ones are for the first mission of the game. True. But that, you never know. Yeah. Also... Uh, Dr. Oppenmeyer's cloning lab w- was in Romania, which is where 47 was, well, born, for want of a better word. Ooh. So I don't know if it will contain a link to that. They yeah. are kind of pursuing different story threads in the new games, but there you go. Don't you, uh, um, <coughs> don't you escape from that in Contracts? You do indeed, because Contracts yeah. is set, uh, peppered with flashbacks. Contracts also recreates the murder of Lee Hong from the original yeah. Hitman codename 47. It redoes that, bigger, mm. better. Um, and yes, it includes a sequence of the original Escape from the Lab, where you murder all of the other 47s. That's right. Absolutely love that game. Yeah, um, it's good good stuff. Lucasfilm launches Lucasfilm Games Label for all Star Wars games going forward. I don't get this. No. So what, are they just removing EA from it, or what? No, I think it's just like, you know when you load it up and it says EA, but then it also says Lucasfilm, like it does when you load up Fallen Order. Mm. They always have the Lucasfilm thing come. I guess it will just say Lucasfilm game. It's a nothing. It's it is a bit, bit nothing, isn't it? It's just like yeah. Well, we're going to put a games <laughs> ident on it now. There's an it's extra like, right. extra splash screen to skip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Cheers. Um, and last and excitingly, I suppose Arcane Studios' Harvey Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. He's working on a new game with Dishonored and Prey teams. Creative director of the Dishonored games has revealed that he's working on an as yet unannounced new game at Arcane's Austin studio. And speaking to uh, Spanish language website Vandal uh, and helpfully translated by IGN, during a recent interview, Smith revealed that he wasn't working on Arcane's next title, uh, the PlayStation 5 exclusive Deathloop, but rather was working on, quote, something else, working with the guys who made Dishonored and Prey. Intriguing. A sequel to one of them too, or something new? Hmm. Well, he says, he says something else. Right. So I, d- I mean I, d- I don't know. Um, and as but yet, it's something else going. rather than Deathloop, though, right? Something else rather than Deathloop, yeah. And with the guys who made Dishonored and Prey, it doesn't. St- it's ambiguous. If they just said yeah, it- yes, and in fact it's Prey too, you'd kind of go, oh right, okay, all right, fair enough. But the fact that it's like the Prey teams and the Dishonored teams, that I'm, mm. it's, this kind of has the buzz of like a oh maybe it's like a brand new thing. Yeah, but would I be don't cool. Know. I'd love a Prey 2, though, just for the I record. would love a Prey 2, and I'd love a Dishonored 3. Yeah. I'm all right with Dishonored. I've had my fill. I, I like it. Yeah? It's good. I complete. Yeah, I played 2 now and 1. Uh, haven't played Death of the Outside. I really would... I would like to play that, and I think that'll just about do me. I'm just... I like that formula. Um, but, yeah, I've just kind of had... I've had my fill a bit, I think. I, what you know, about... Mm. transposing the Dishonored formula to ninjas. 
Well, then I would play it. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It seems tailor-made for being a ninja. Actually, yeah, you've solved two issues in one there. I don't mm. currently have a ninja game, and I'm sort of a little bit, you know, done with Dishonored. So combine the two, mesh them together, Yeah. He- and hello. Yeah. yeah. I, what I want them to do, really, is reboot Tenshu and have a proper ninja game. Yeah, maybe you don't have um, From Software working on it though, because they were too hard. Yeah, that that was I had quite to, hard. Um, I had to cheat my way through Tenchu Three. Yeah, because From did an actual Tenchu game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They we- were involved in an Xbox Three Six Xbox Live Arcade uh, Tenchu, a real bona fide Tenchu game. Hold on, am I getting confused? I thought From made all of them. Am I wrong about that? I. Th- think you are wrong about that i thought was it not um uh, well either way they were bloody hard games <clears throat> yeah they, they were they were tough they were tough yeah. and good good stealth in them bloody good stealth yeah yeah uh oh here we go oh there's load of them load of developers that worked on numerous different games k2 um, from software it looks like it was a um a collaboration collaborative effort Tenchu three wrath of heaven Oh yeah, th- I forgot about yeah three. Mm, what was that's what the was one the where I really first, struggled? What was the first game? The first ever Tenchu. Tenchu Ten- Stealth Assassins. Because that was a choir. I'm pretty sure a choir right. were the devs that made Tenchu, and I think they did Tenchu two as well. Mm. I think it's a series that would do well to come back. Yes, and I think From's effort was like widely disregarded. It was like an Xbox Live. Uh, thing that note that like didn't go down very well i think okay it was like a weird like 800 microsoft points thing that wasn't very well received i believe anyway but anyway there you go yeah you're uh, right acquire did the first two yeah and from software were involved with the third as well though which is ah. the one i struggled really struggled with wrath of heaven mm mm-hmm. bloody good games ricky marrow anyway yeah man uh we should uh, probably do the quiz <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, we should. Know, the the listeners are are, are, are are getting impatient. Um, but you know, have a, have a jingle in the meantime. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. Yeah. And I have, as ever, backup clues. Draws. It's quizness time. The winner of last week's quiz was Rich Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wiped the slate clean, but Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've got a new little desk set up. I'm all energised and ready to go. Excellent. And you got your new super crazy internet, like 150,000 yeah, gigs. Yeah, my super mega net. So CompuGlobe hyper mega net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah, so it's 1-0 to Rich. I've got to try and keep score this year. Nice. Uh, okay. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get a little bit nasty, a little bit bitter. Um, I love it. This, this <clears throat> right. is what I've been waiting for. Yes. Okay. Right. Clue number one. I have appeared in four video games and I have been rebuilt twice. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Mm. Clue number two. Uh. Ah, uh, oh, actually, uh, stop. Yeah. Clue number two. Oh, uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it the Spencer Mansion from Resident Evil? 
And this week's winner. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take that. I'll That's take that. hilarious. That's really funny. What? Well, <laughs> That's one of the earliest uh, clue guesses. Must be. Must I'm be. Annoyed. I mean, Rich has got it. I think I'm Rich, absolutely thrilled. Rich has gotten it on clue number one before. I think I did when Cullen was doing the quiz. But it's rare that you get... We used to take a punt on the year, which was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what, what, what were you thinking? Just sort of going through... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought... I was thinking about games that had more than one remake, I think. Because, well, my in my head, I'm thinking the... Obviously, Resi, the R remake. Mm. Uh, and then Deadly Silence on the DS... Was the uh, other one that I that was is of? another one, but that's actually not a remake because they use the original ROM thing for that. Yeah, but but, but yeah, okay. but but you're not not right though because yeah, it was it was so it was rebuilt for remake and then but then it was rebuilt again for Umbrella Chronicles. Umbrella Chronicles, yes, I knew there was something else in mm. there, but it was part of the four games. So it's Resident Evil, Resident Evil remake, Resident Evil uh, Deadly Silence, yeah, uh, and and Umbrella Chronicles. I love Deadly Silence because they it was just them trying to find two words that spelled DS. That spelled DS, yeah. <laughs> Madness. How do you feel about that, Rich? Um, crestfallen. Is that the right word? <laughs> yeah. 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 Resident Evil's your game, Rich. It's your game. Yeah, thanks, man. Not, not to rub it in. That's yeah, <laughs> thanks. One, one win in the year and I've got one really cocky. I'm like, oh, you should have got that, Rich, couldn't you? Uh, I didn't get shit. Bully and I didn't get Manhunt either. Games that I also love. Do you want to list them all? But, but, look at it this way. It's only one all. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose. It is. Because it's, you know, uh, early, early days. You guys are not even half time yet. No, no. Well, I I won't even bother going through the... I could go through the clues. Go for it. Yeah, I want to hear what the rest were. Uh, Famous for my sandwiches. Very good. Jill sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Accessible by helicopter or, if you work here, by luxury train. Mm-hmm. Very sure. nice, yeah. Uh, zero, zero, yeah. The ecliptic express. Uh, if you're not a fan of sharks, you may want to stay away. Nice. Uh, ideal destination for dog lovers and horticulture buffs. Because it's, it's not though, is it? It's not though, is it? What do you mean? You won't be greeted with uh, nice things yeah. as a dog lover and horticulture buff. Well, hang on, just a minute. I mean, I didn't say that it was the Spencer Mansion. During the events of Resident Evil, uh, lots you, of dogs before that. Yeah, you could have had lovely sure. dogs. Lo- lovely dogs. You know. Why do they have so many dogs? I guess there were lab experiments. They must be lab dogs. Yeah, yeah. Trying, to, trying to make yeah, bio yeah. weapons. B O W experiments or whatever. Yeah. Probably. Bow. Sure. Uh, sure. And then the last one was uh, I was built in the sixties, and the people that built me must have loved chivalry, which was a reference to the various keys. Yes. Very nice. But yeah, good stuff. Well done, Matt, from upstairs. Um, Thank you. Well Do you know done. The, uh, well. the the boat in Resident Evil Revelations is meant to be designed by the same guy who made the Spencer Mansion. The Zenobia. Like in, oh, yeah, in, in universe. In, in universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. And funnily enough, that boat that's in Revelations is the execution of a long abandoned idea um, for I think. Uh, Mike Harridan's told me this a long time ago. Possibly Resident Evil 2 or 3. Originally, they wanted to set a Resident Evil on board a big ship. 
Ooh, a very, a very long, <laughs> and they did eventually. And I think it was it was either Shinji Mikami or Hideki Kamiya. It might have actually been Resident Evil One, but the plan wasn't always the mention. But they scrapped the idea for the ship for some reason, and so Revelations was like a kind of ha, you know, we finally did it sort of thing for the pe- yeah. for the people that know kind of thing. But yeah, what I sort like, of a uh, cool. what sort of a designer designs a boat in a house? I don't know an architect who's done <laughs> a that A multi-talent. <laughs> yeah, a sort of nautical architect. Has Frank Geary ever designed a boat? <laughs> yeah, just the you, one with a load of loop-de-loops yeah, and whirls yeah. and squidgies. You don't know that he hasn't. You've not watched <laughs> Grand Designs. Yeah, Grand, wow. um, grand Maritime can sit, Designs. Can you tell I'm trying to stretch out my victory here a bit? Do a bit of a victory Yeah, line. do you know what? Uh, Get back to work. <laughs> You're fired. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Right, on that note, we'll say goodbye from Matt from upstairs, and thank you very much for coming in. Thank you, uh, thank you. And we will get to the questions. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger and Badger, Bodger and Badger, Bodger and Badger, Bodger and Badger. Hello, Mousy. Questions, theories, comments and queries. People sending them in, people loving it, we're talking about it. It's all a big to and fro, a melting mm. pot of ideas, isn't mm. it? Isn't mm, it, Richmond? Eh? I don't know yet. I haven't heard <laughs> any of the questions. No, you, yeah, to be fair, you don't know. These could be rubbish yeah, ideas. Exactly. <laughs> uh, right, this from Ross McMahon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happy New Year. Because uh, some of these sent them in last week, but we had a backlog, right. so, you know, I try to be fair to everyone. I- I'll allow it. In. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, and happy new year, new year to you, Ross. If mm-hmm. you were going to be a shoutcaster for an esports <laughs> game, <laughs> God, <laughs> I I didn't know that. I I don't think I knew that shoutcaster was a word, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but there you go. Uh, which one? And that's that's esports in a nutshell. If mm. they're trying to be respectable, don't don't call it that. Just like, call it, call it a commentator. Exactly. You're not going to get respectability. Is it? Well, they already have got respectability. But you know what I mean. That's that's. <laughs> I know what you mean. That. I know what you mean. They want to be, you know... You're never going to be mentioned in the same breath as John Motson or Barry or, Davis. Or Barry <laughs> Davis or Marv Albert. You know, fancy yeah. calling Mike Breen a shoutcaster. <laughs> Although, actually, he does. Mm. Famously, his famous play call is just to shout the word bang whenever a big shot is made in the closing moments of a game. So. Well, that's okay. He is kind of a shoutcaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, Ross. Uh, if you're going to be a shoutcaster for an esports game, which would you choose? Which game would most benefit from your knowledge uh, and enthusiasm? Rich, you answer first. Can you shoutcast Yakuza? <laughs> well, he does say shoutcaster for an esports game. So I uh, would imagine you can't do Yakuza. But I don't know what is and isn't an esports game. I would have to say like a Street Fighter or something. I'd have to read up on, mm. I don't know, Frame Data or something, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but but not really. I mean, well, no, yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to become um, sort of an uber dweeb in the best I, possible I, way. I wouldn't have the knowledge or expert expertise for any other game. I think I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to say Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if if. It's an actual ease. To be honest, when we get to esports, I'm not sure what's what. I've seen tournaments of NBA 2K, for instance. Okay. Um, uh, like you that know, pr- like 
pro tournaments of, of like big NBA 2K like YouTubers or, or like famous players going at it kind of thing. But I don't actually know if that's a more how do you define is it like if you have a an official governing body of some sort? I don't know what officially defines something as an esport, but hundred percent NBA two K, I'd come out with um, mm. outrageous little factoids that, that no one would be particularly interested in. Go um, on, give us one now quick. Uh, uh, come on! Oh, oh, uh, oh no! What factoid should I go with? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Spud Web was yeah. nicknamed after the Sputnik satellite. That's not, good. Not anything to do with a potato. That is good. Uh, obviously, Anthony Spud Web, famously five foot seven, won a dunk competition. He did. I thought he was five six though. But five seven, because I remember being five seven and thinking, why can't I dunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Doc Rivers uh, yeah. once uh, showed up at training camp. Real name Glenn Rivers showed up at training camp wearing a Doctor J T-shirt. Uh, and people saw that, and so they just started calling him Doc, and it stuck. That's good. So, lots of little things like that. Um, you know, Kobe's middle name is Bean. Uh, wow. Yeah, because because <laughs> okay, uh, I, like I think it was his dad. Was it Joe Joe Bryant? Uh, nickname mm. nicknamed him. I can't remember the genesis of Bean, but yes, yeah, his name's Kobe Bean Bryant. Right, but, right. Uh, there hmm. you go. There you go. So I'd, I'd I'd come out with all sorts of bollocks, and then uh, but then I'd also enthusiastically. Uh, ape the great commentators of the past i'd try and you know do a breen or do a marv albert sure um anyway anyway uh this this from mo which i like because they've not provided a surname but yeah sislang sislang uh we can we can pretend that it's mo okay um when would be the right time to release elden ring march july october I would say when they finish developing it <laughs> would be the best time. All right, all right. Presuppose that they've finished, it's all mm. gold, and yeah. they're ready to release it. Tactically, what would you think would be the best time um, to put it out? July seems nice, sure. I like nice. a summer game. Yeah, in the summer, you know, you go outside, enjoy the sun, come indoors, enjoy some horrible, oppressive darkness. <laughs> Yeah, or you could do it in October to, to sort of vibe with, you know, yeah. Halloween. Actually, yeah. Do you know what? October, Halloween time. That's perfect. Yeah, Love yeah, 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 yeah. Let's say know. that. Is it, is it finished? <laughs> What's going on with Elden Ring? I don't know. They've not said anything since, well, since announcement, really, since right? Since announcement. I've, like, I've, I'm always nervous with this sort of thing, because you know when you just don't hear anything? Mm. And it's like... Is this going to be... What was that game with the guy with the headphones killing dragons and that? Scalebound. Yeah. Like, you know, you just don't hear stuff for, like, ages. and Like, Hideki Kamiya the other day was tweeting out just saying, oh, by the way, everyone just chill out on Bayonetta 3. Like, it's happening. It's still happening. You know. I completely forgot that George R.R. Martin was involved with it. (laughs) Totally forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Fucking bonkers. Hell. Absolutely yeah. bonkers. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say October. If they're actually uh, like f- like finished and ready to go, an October vibe would yeah. be delicious because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. 
Uh, right. Steve says, mm-hmm. can you give us some predictions for the gaming industry in uh, in 2021? I predict Cyberpunk 2077's upcoming patches <laughs> will be delayed. That's excellent, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Predi- predictions, Rich. Make a prediction. Make a daring um, or a very hmm. boring prediction. Both are welcome. There will be new games coming out. That's, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty safe. That, yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah, you go. Sony will announce a new PSVR. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, I, there was some. Wasn't there some leaked tech specs or something? I don't know back? about that, but right, I was thinking this. Right, playing Astro's Playroom, PSVR sneakily, when you think about it, yeah, uh, and you put it up against the PS4, the PSVR looks aesthetically, like it was designed with knowledge of what the PS5 would look like. Ah, okay. It's like primary colour is white. That's true. With black detailing. And when you see the PSVR, when you collect it as a collectible in Astro's Playroom, it puts the the PSVR goggles next to the PS5. So it's almost like they knew. They were like, yeah, this is going to still be good with with that one as well. It's just a weird little thing. I don't know. You don't think they're going to upgrade that then? No, I think you're probably right. I think they will. I think they well, will. Well, because I'm on the fence about buying one until because I don't know whether I'll buy that and then they'll go, hey, there's this new one coming out and I'll be annoyed. Yeah, that's true. Although it, it, well, it depends if it's like meaningfully better. Because PlayStation VR is good because it's like halfway between performance and, and nice pricing, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So like they're not yeah. the top end machines. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Mm. I, I imagine that's a good prediction. I imagine it's good. I'm um, sure I've got some better ones. I just, it's a tough uh, thing to come up with off the top of your head, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, what big games are coming out this year? God of War Ragnarok. Well, is it? Because did my, they say 2021 pr- for that? They did, but one of my predictions is that that will get delayed. Yeah, that seems too ambitious, right? But I don't... Although, I don't know, they've they, got the they, engine and all I was that. just about to say, they've got the engine, and also, like, the ending of the first... It, like, it sounds like they definitely knew what they were doing even then. Mm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 it is, it well, is on for 2021. Trying mm. to think of... Ooh, I predict that the Playdate console will actually come out this year, because it was supposed to come out last year. That's one of my oh, predictions. The Cranking. thing with the crank. Yellow crank. Still We're talking it. about that. <laughs> but it's not come oh, out yet. Jeez, just oh. <laughs> Rich is uh, cranky, you might say, about, yeah. the, about the play date. He doesn't. So want over it. that man. <laughs> it's not even. A, you can't be over it. You haven't even. I'm tried over it. it. Crank. Uh, Christmas with the cranks. Oh God, I'm going to use mm. that if the play date comes out near Christmas. That's perfect. Yeah, that's very Isn't good. It? That's mm. good. That mm-hmm. uh, predictions, predictions, predictions. Um, oh, okay. Play date. Yeah. The, the UK promotion for that will be led by the Crankies. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, we'll take yeah. that. Big fan of that. Um, I've got, I've got one right, and I don't mm. want to. I'm not. I don't know. Is this dynamite? Is it? I don't know. I. D- <laughs> I don't know if it's dynamite, but I've got a dodgy feeling, mm. and I and I really I I I think I'm gonna be I hope I'm gonna be wrong. Yeah, I've got a weird feeling that Resident Evil Village isn't gonna be good, and oh, I, I I hope that I am wrong. 
What but makes my weird, you say that? I think the the tone of the thing from what I've seen in, albeit, you know, brief trailers and things I like that. I think I know what you mean. They're leaning too much into the supernatural, right? They're going Is that very what supernatural. About? They're going very... Did you see that strange sequence of, like, animation, by the way? No. As the mum is telling like a fairy tale to her daughter, there's oh, like a sequence yeah, sorry, of I like did. Yeah. stylized animation. I mean, th- the history of Resident Evil is essentially Capcom pushing Resident Evil to its conceivable limits and seeing roughly the point at which it breaks or the point at which it thrives in a <laughs> the new The answer setting. is Resident Evil 6. And the answer in some cases is Resident Evil 6 and then in other cases for some people Code Veronica, though I would argue that's unfair, but whatever. Yeah. You know, different people have different points at which you look at it and you go, well that's that's not really Resident Evil anymore. And 7 was a clever reinvention, though it got silly towards the end. And I'm just looking at Village and I'm just like is this going to feel like Resi? But I, I don't want to naysay, but, you know, you start talking about making predictions, I'm kind of going, oh, I don't know if that See, looks great, but I silly, really hope it is. Silly Before the End has also become a Resident Evil tra- uh, tradition, though, to be fair. That's true. That is that is name fair. Me, name me one Resident Evil game that's not Resident Evil 1. That hasn't Ooh, gone really silly what, at the end. I tell you what, uh, that kind of kept its powder dry and, and just sort of did it. Resident Evil Zero just had a really good sort of like, there's a self-destruct sequence, classic, but it didn't yeah, get tonally point. silly. Like, after the train, I always felt they did a really good job of like, oh, well, now it's a research facility in like the snowy place, but now it's this other thing. I, I thought they did a good... Uh, sorry, no, that's Code Veronica. Still, uh, research still facility. a silly boss battle with a big mutant thing. Oh, the, right. yeah. There's a bit. There's a bit of the uh, yeah. You, well, you fight the queen leech thing, which is yeah, that's right. Because you expose it to sunlight. But I think sort of tonally, it kept its um. Because usually they just you look at what you're doing towards the end, and you think, well, this is just utterly bonkers. Although actually, <laughs> Resi Two. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a thing on the train where the tyrant, uh, where Birkin comes after you on the train. But on the whole, Resi Two sort of kept its um. Did it not? Um, I would argue that, that train bit is uh, them going to extremes. Fair I mean, enough. He basically becomes a giant, amorphous, gelatinous mass chasing you. <laughs> eyeballs. That's, they love a big eyeball. They love an eyeball. Um, mm. that's, usually that orange. Is usually orange, usually shootable, usually glowing. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I would also... I mean, it's never been as bad as Resi 4. Right. There's a, a giant robot that chased you. Oh, God, yeah. Do you know what? I forget about that, the big automaton thing. Yeah, I think a lot of folk do. It's easy mm. to forget about the army base as well. It was fucking mental. Yeah. Like, you think about yeah. Resi 4, you think about the village. And and actually, that's the thing about Resident Evil Village. Like, I'm looking at this, I'm seeing the castle, I'm seeing the what have you, and I'm thinking, and all this stuff with Chris Redfield, I'm like, are they just? is this going to be the one where they just go a little bit too nutty on this? You know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know, and I don't want to know. And by the way, I'm really excited for it. Like, I'm not, Yeah. You know, I'm super up for it. I, uh, I understand your your misgivings. Yeah, but we shall we shall, we you know we'll see we'll see. Uh, mm. This from Kieran HD. Do you have a best album of 2020? Got together with a top ten list with some friends, and the most agreeable for us was Run the Jewels Four. They're in Cyberpunk, aren't they? Run the Jewels. Uh, I don't think they are. I don't know. I believe they are because I believe they right. wrote a song that has Night City in the lyrics. Okay, then sure. That sounds like I they think. are in Cyberpunk. I um, think I think it's them. 
I think it's called No Save Point. But right. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Well, there are save points. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, there are uh, loads of misleading. Them. Well, you can save anytime you want, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, for you, I imagine it would be um, uh, the, that new Taylor Swift album, Folk. Oh yeah, love it. No, <laughs> yeah. I um I haven't listened to anything this year. Well, or last year, really. Last year, nothing no. new. No. I I. I I've really kind of lost touch with music altogether. I don't mm. sort of care about music anymore. Or if I if I if there are things I listen to, it's what's weird is I don't. It's been a long time since I've just like properly gone through an album. Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I listened. Same. I listened through to Low Raw's album, which you don't like, but it was on Death Stranding, and I quite like that. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. You're not. A I big think fan it of worked that. fine in the context of Death Stranding, but it's not my not my thing. Yeah. Um, and actually, I don't think that album's 2020. But it's the yeah, it's the act of like going through and pro- the last album that I sat down and listened through from start to finish was Modern Vampires of the City, which was which from t- 2013 from Vampire Weekend, which I thought was, is, is a, an old, it's a great album. But uh, so if we're talking the last, oh, well, and also Blood on the Tracks, I, I occasionally just listen through to great cracking albums. But yeah, right. from 2020, I have to. I'm kind of in your boot. Although having said that. And mentioning briefly Blood on the Tracks, a friend of mine recommended Rough and Rowdy Ways, which is the new Bob Dylan. So okay. I, I mm. imagine if I had listened to that, it probably would have been that. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about albums we would have listened to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, that's my top album of 2020 that I haven't listened to yet, yeah, yeah. that others have <laughs> said I should. Get on that, everyone. Can't tell you whether yeah. it's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a shame, because I used to have... Um, regular chats with a friend of mine about mm. music oh, yeah. and I don't really talk to that friend very often anymore and yeah I just I just don't listen to anything really oh, if I listen to sad. anything it's podcasts yeah 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 oh, fair enough. Uh, most music's shite now isn't it let's be honest <laughs> it's all it's all a load of rubbish yeah broad, broadly speaking I think that holds water yeah uh, right we'll have one more question and then we'll call it quits uh, all right <laughs> what do we want? What do we want? Uh, hmm. This one from <laughs> Joseph Murphy. I like this. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, he goes. I'm not sure what's more annoying: the fact mm-hmm. that you. Oh, sorry, not annoying. That's funny because <laughs> that puts a different. different <laughs> listen, listen to what he actually said, and then because he goes, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what's more worrying. Right. The fact that you tweeted this at half past midnight, because he's, he's talking about the tweet for questions on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, the fact that you tweeted this at half past midnight, or the fact that I'm replying to it at half past one. Imagine if he did say annoying. Yeah. Well, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. What are you doing tweeting it? <laughs> what have you got a notification on for it? That's true. Wait, yeah. what? Mm. Uh, but anyway, he then says, uh, I just bought Return of the Obra Dinn. Uh, to play with the missus, even though it's technically a one-player game. Any other good uh, backseat gamer titles? Well, for me and Elise, it's been Last of Us 1 and 2. She was thoroughly um, engaged by the stories in those games. Oh, that's cool. And she never really bothers otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess stuff with, like, a really strong story, right? Yeah. I I had a friend of mine uh, well, I still have, he's still my friend now. Um, he uh, he played Firewatch uh, with his with his wife, and uh, it was really good because and I don't know how he presumably he got some sort of high quality image from the website of Firewatch, but he printed out 
a paper map yeah. of of the Wyoming wilderness of that game. Uh, and, like, his wife had the map. Oh, right. And, like, they took it really... They did it really well. And, like, I can't remember if there was a compass involved as well. There was some... Oh, no, because you got a little compass in the game. But she yeah. was navigating for him. And he would refuse to look at the in-game map and would go That's by her cool. direction. How cool is that? I that, thought that is was, cool. That was like the, the best thing. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend Firewatch if you're, if you're not, you know... If you, Do you know what? It's, There's on. an untapped thing, surely. A co-op game that doesn't require the other person to play if they can't mm. play kind of thing. Like I've been tempted to play A Way Out with Elise. Oh, very but nice. But I don't know if she could handle the controls now if oh, she could maybe. do some sort of hands-off job like that like map mm. reading that would be mm. a cool way to experience the game together it wouldn't would. it yeah yeah it'd be great that's, it's a great idea yeah that's you should, thing maybe that, you should play firewatch get the map going yeah maybe 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 steal the idea anyway mm. that will just about do us uh thanks as ever to the listeners uh thanks thanks to everyone out there <laughs> for listening <laughs> just, just broadly uh, mm. yeah don't go on Snapchat don't go on Instagram get yourself on Twitter at Joshy Wise at RichieW82 at VideoGamer.com with your questions podcast mm-hmm. at VideoGamer.com uh, with the emails the long form rambles we'll talk about them we'll talk about them mm-hmm. uh, go to VideoGamer.com for all your video gaming needs thanks yep. to uh, Addy B Adam Cook Colin Mahone for our lovely musical jingles uh, and we'll talk to you next week it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from Rich Walker goodbye goodbye